Welcome to the Awana Clubs podcast. We hope this episode equips you to help children in your ministry belong, believe, and become resilient disciples. Here's today's host, Awana missionary for Central Texas, Andrea Perkins. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Awana Clubs podcast. I'm Andrea Perkins, your host for today, and we're going to be diving into a topic that honestly may be sensitive for some of our listeners, but it's so important for the health of your ministry. We're going to be discussing child protection, both effective policies and practices, so that your ministry can be the safest place to be introducing kids to Christ. We know that the challenge of child predators isn't unique to Awana Clubs either, so feel free to share this message far and wide with people doing kids ministry anywhere in any program, because our kids are too important to ignore it, even if it's a little difficult to talk about. We want to start by really taking a look at what the problem is that our churches are asked to face when we're dealing with child protection. It's the simple fact that there are predators, people who seek out the company and contact with children to meet their own sexual needs. Now, we know that this gives us just a a visceral reaction that it discuss us, but we have to be able to talk about this in order to not give these folks a place to come and hurt our children. Because we know that they groom kids, that they make kids think that little things are all right so that later they can offend against them in larger ways. But guys, they also groom adults. They make us think that that's just the nice guy who comes and helps out. And it's fine if he gives the kids a ride home. What a helpful guy. This also, though, is such a corruption of the concept of the gospel. We here at Awana, we talk about your ministries being a place where children can belong and then believe and become. And there is no capacity to belong in a place where children are being offended against by predators. The second thing to consider in needing good child protection policies and practices um, is that there are kids coming to our ministries who are experiencing abuse and neglect that we can't imagine um, just in our towns, maybe in their own homes. And having great ways to identify that and keep those kids safe means that our ministries can be that much more effective. So what can we do? I know you're probably thinking, well, we background check all of our volunteers, which is great. But I'll be honest, a great child protection policy and enforcement of those policies really goes beyond the background checks. Remember, every predator in jail right now had a time where they were a predator before they ever got caught. So you want to be checking the references on your volunteer forms and ask specific questions when you call those references about whether or not that prospective volunteer actually followed the last church's child protection policy. If they were constantly having to be told in that place, hey, there's not two adults in that room, or remember, we don't we don't give piggyback rides. Um, yeah, don't touch a kid anywhere that, covered, that a bathing suit covers. Um, if they were a problem there, they'll probably be a problem at your place as well. Remember to carry out annual refresher training for child protection for everyone. Now, I appreciate it may be that your cubby secretary is also your mother-in-law, who is also your pastor's wife, 
but from the top to the bottom of your ministry, I encourage you to require, no exceptions, attendance at that training. Number one, because it sets a good example for your newer leaders that every person prioritizes child protection when they come into your ministry, no matter what. Everyone needs to hear, what's the scale of the problem? How often is it that people are actually preying on children in ministry? The statistics will terrify you. They need to learn the signs of abuse so that they can recognize if you get a visitor who may need to have someone look into their situation. And they also need to learn about your church's policy for how they respond to any suspected abuse that may come from outside or if they suspect something unfortunate may be happening with one of your own volunteers, as well as the state requirements for how to be reporting all of those things. A written child protection policy is your top priority. It is the bedrock of being able to say to anyone in your church that you have a protection policy and that you intend to enforce it. If you're a children's minister listening to this, I want you to eat, sleep, and breathe that policy because as you move about during your Awana club or even on Sundays, um, you will be able to see when someone is doing not quite the right thing and really nip that in the bud and get them back on track with upholding the tenets of your policy. You want that policy to be written down so that people can study it, they can refer to it during the year, It'll also help you to train mid-year. If you get a new volunteer who comes to you after your annual training, your one-on-one child protection training with that volunteer will be a lot easier if you have something written to refer to. It also gives you something for your leaders to sign, to be accountable for upholding those tenets of your policy. It's also the thing that you'll use when you have a volunteer who repeatedly refuses to uphold it when you need to fire that volunteer. I know, I know, you don't have enough volunteers, do you? (laughs) We all need more leaders and more volunteers in our programs, but none of us needs a single volunteer who refuses to uphold child protection. You must be a fortress. Your ministry must be committed to preventing access for predators to the children that God has entrusted to your ministry. That enforcement, it shows love for the kids in your ministry, for the leaders who could be you know, subjected to false allegations if the policies aren't followed. It protects your church from someday being sued. It protects the wider church from the, the trauma of hearing that churches are not safe places for kids. And we really, I don't want to appreciate you helping us protect our access to 5 million kids a week who are hearing the gospel because Awana is a trusted name in child discipleship. So church, this isn't a sad podcast. (laughs) It's a sensitive topic, but this is an encouragement, an encouragement to continue your healthy kingdom building ministry in this particular way. You know that the fear and shame and pain and distrust of abuse has no place in a belong, believe, become ministry like the one that you're running. So be intentional. Think about the way that your child protection is running in your church. And if you think you may have gaps, there is a whole stable of folks at Awana who would love to get you on track. Your local Awana missionary can be found at awana.org under the Find Your Missionary tool. And I think there's probably a link in the show notes as well. Um, You can reach out to me. 
I would love to share with you some of the grittier um, statistics and research that we've done about how important this is. Um, If you have any question with that, it's never too late to honor God with protecting his children. Um, So reach out because we would love to help you meet those goals. Well, thanks for hanging in there with me, guys, for what may have been a really tough topic for some of our listeners. I really appreciate the amount you take seriously that these kids are treasures that we get to pour into every week and that we're keeping anyone who wants to use them for any purposes away from them because they're his children. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about today's host and their ministry. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. The podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval and technical support is provided by Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.